Welcome into the For the Throne Dynasty podcast, starring your defending champion, Cascade Bear, Stirk Daddy, Justin STP6, Andy Pollock, Randy Santarelli, D. Slackey, the debut of House Deets, Candle Still Lit, Little Slads, WGL 1035, Prince Palmer 17, Lefty 79, and Bucks in 6. Welcome into the For the Throne Dynasty podcast. It is week 5. Justin and I are once again here to recap week number 4. Justin, what were your general thoughts on week 4? Uh, it was a little bit better. Um... As far as like football quality than the previous week, you got some pretty good matchups. Um, but uh, for the most part, the it was nice that the cookies kind of went up a little bit too. Are you ready for the 8.30 a.m. game on Sunday? I'll, I'll be traveling, so I won't see much of that. Um, I'll be coming back from a wedding in New Orleans, which will be super exciting. It's our first time down there, but mm. I'll see what I can. I am ready for it, though. Yeah, we're getting a bunch of people together at Abby's stepdad's house. Like Ryan, Mike, me, Abby, my brother, we're all going there. The 8.30 a.m. game? Yep. Nice. That sounds fun. Sounds like we're getting breakfast and stuff, so that should be fun. Okay, so let's get into our first section, which is Justin's. It is the cookies. Justin, how did we do this past week in cookies? Yeah, all right. Uh, 349.08 was our total. Um, It was 17 up from last week, which we talked a lot about how um, that total was just awful. Um, According to, like, last year, it would probably be more, like, middle of the pack. Um, Yeah, pretty much middle of the pack. But it was good to get back from the disgrace that was the previous week. Um, We also had two ties. So... Uh, come up with tiebreakers for so sleeper awarded young way Koo with the cookie um, or the highest score but we have our score going back to like the longest kick made which is why justin tucker won the cookie for us from candle um and then the other one minka fitzpatrick and algerius sneed each had 17 and a half for that idp flex spot um but algerius sneed had one more tackle um, they each had a turnover. They each had um, a bunch of tackles. Algerius Sneed just ended up having one more, and that's what we got the tiebreaker for. So um, Randy and Candle each had two cookies this week, and everybody else, um, for the most part, like Jake, Andy, Will, Lefty, Danny, Logan, all had one. Um, we we're middle of the road, but there was a phenomenal performance that Will knew right away he was getting a cookie for from TJ Hawkinson. Uh, if we go look at the player cookies, I think Hawkinson score is the highest of the week. Yeah, it was. It's not often you see a tight end with the best fantasy score of the week. Uh, we go look at the players' cookies. All the quarterbacks are still at one. Uh, the only running back that has two is Saquon. Uh, he did not earn one this past week. Justin Jefferson did earn one, and he is now our leader with two uh, cookies at the wide receiver spot. Mark Andrews had two. 
uh, did not get one this past week. And Devin White continues to lead the linebackers with two, despite not getting one this past week. Um, it was kind of weird, too, that we had two defensive backs get um, cookies, including the IDP flex spot. Usually that's a linebacker for the most part. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was an improvement for sure. So let's go ahead and let's review week four. Now, we're doing this on Wednesday, and usually when we do it on Thursdays, stat corrections have been applied. I looked right now, and there is nothing at all in Sleeper for stat corrections for this week. However, week three had two stat corrects. Week two actually had six, and week one had five. So there might be a stat correct coming in the next 24 hours which Lefty is really hoping for. But obviously we just have to go on and move on, assuming that does not happen. Let's take a look, though, at week number four, starting with the first matchup of the week. It was White Rabbit versus King Burke Daddy. King Burke Daddy won this matchup 200.5 to 153.3. That is a 47.2 point victory for Stirk Daddy, who moves to 3-1. and one. And Buxton Six now is two and two. On Buxton Six's side, he got a very disappointing 2.4 points out of TV Tony, who was knocked out of the game literally. Uh, he got 16.8 on a walk-off touchdown from Hangnail, 22.3 from He Who Must Not Be Named. Uh, disappointing performances of less than five points from both wide receivers MJF and Uncle Dave. 16 and a half though from Plumber Moxley. And then in the flexes, a great performance once again, 22.4 out of Jelly Nutella, but a sad performance for Master Bateman. 11 points out of his kicker, Sockface, and then IDP's 11 out of Johnny Sameface, and 20.5 out of Penthouse. On Stirk Daddy's side, he had 25.5 from Josh Allen, 25.8 from Christian McCaffrey, and 34.9 from Austin Eckler. In his swan song with the team, Greg Dorch with 1.6 points for Sturk Daddy, 18.7 from Brandon Cooks, 12.2 out of Dallas Goddard, 17.4 out of Joe Mixon, and 26.9 from Tyreek Hill. IDPs, he had 11 from Brian Burns and 10 from uh, TJ Edwards. So again, Sturk Daddy moves to 3-1 and one and Buxton 6-2-2. to two and two. In the second matchup, it was between Time to Play the Game and Team Candle Still Lit. As of this moment, Team Candle Still Lit has won the matchup by 0 .28, 158.44 to 158.16. That would move Candle Still Lit to 2-2 two and two and Lefty to 2-2. Two and two. What do you think about this score, Justin? Is it going to fluctuate? I don't know. Um, I don't know enough about how much the stat cracks have moved, but it's pretty crazy that we're still at 0 .28 uh, difference between the two. I, I think um, I've beaten Randy in a couple fantasy leagues by like 0 .1 before, and I think I won a championship in that league um, over my friend Doug by 0 .1. But I just, I've, I would hate to be on the other side of that. That would that would royally suck. On lefty 79's team, we had. Trouble with 9.6, that was definitely a trouble performance. 29.6 out of risk, 13.4 from sorry. At the wideouts, 21.7 out of perfection and a disappointing 5.9 from outburst. 16.7 out of zerts, 25.9 from snakes and ladders. IDPs, 
Melvin Ingram in his swan song with the team scored only one point on one tackle, but nothing else of note. On Candlestick Lick side, he had 20.1 out of Goat Emoji. He had a gross 1.8 out of Barfalo Mule. 17.6 out of Lizard Emoji. 10.1 out of Lone Star. And then Yogurt continues to suck with 4.4. He also had 20.8 out of Eagle 5. And 12 out of Spaceballs the Kicker. In his IDPs, we had 23 out of Gorilla Emoji and 13 from Dr. Schlockton, along with 13 from All Elite Spaceball. So again, after this matchup, as of the moment, Lefty would move to 2-2, two and two, and Cas or Candle would move, move to 2-2 two and two as well. The next matchup was between D. Sladkey, Team D. Sladkey, and Outdoor Furnishings. Outdoor Furnishings is currently winning the matchup as of the final, 201.5 to 198.0. So that is a 3.5 point victory for Cascade Bear, moving him to 3-1 and one, and giving D. Slatke his first loss, 3-1. On pretty D close score, too. Yeah, so those are the two main scores that could really go anyway with the stat correct. Depends. I've seen scores fluctuate like six points before. Patrick Mahomes scored 30.3. 18.2 out of Saquon Barkley and 10.7 from James Conner. 19.5 out of Devontae Adams along with 10.2 out of Stephon Diggs. 24.2 from Travis Kelsey. 19 from Mike Williams and 15.4 from Damian Harris. In the IDPs, he got 16 out of Max Crosby. 14.5 out of Tyron Matthew. All decade defensive back. Shout out to Randy. On Cascade's side, we had 15.9 out of Bird Feeder, so lower than normal. 23.9 out of Outdoor Metal art Artwork. 11.1 from Wheelbarrow. In the wide receivers, 21.9 from Horseshoe Pit. And 23.7 out of Superstar Flower. Tight end, a disgusting 3.5 from Squirrel Feeder. 34.5 out of Wicker Furnishings. And then 14.5 from Giant Sombrero and Shades. At the kicker, we had 12 points from Welcome Back Buddy. IDPs, 15.5 from Gas Grill, 17.5 from Tree Trimmer. So again, after this oh, matchup, go ahead. I just realized that Jake lost out on both tiebreakers um, to get, lose out for cookies. Misery. Youngway and Minka. Yikes. <laughs> so after this matchup, Cascade Bear moves to 3-1 and, and then D Slacky to 3-1 as well. The next matchup was between Get Burrowed Bitches and Team Little Slads. Team Little Slads won this matchup 161.7 to 147.8. So that's about a 14-point victory for Little Slads in his first of the season, moving him to 1-3. And, and Andy loses the third straight game, moving her to 1-3. And, and the times are going to get worse. Let's look at Andy's side. She had a 6.7 out of Matthew Stafford. 18.4 out of Leonard Fournette, and then in his last game of the season, due to a torn ACL, 3.7 out of Javante Williams. Also, I asked Andy if Javante Williams is available for trade. She said, no, he's untouchable. I said, uh, okay. <laughs> Do you have an opinion on that? Um, I mean, 
I'm also of the opinion that you should probably shouldn't trade your best, one of your best players right when they get hurt because their value has never been lower. But he definitely shouldn't be untouchable. Yeah. I I just fear, I mean, that's why I was thinking, I'm like, okay, it's high risk, but the price is low right now. He tours ACL and LCL, so he's going to probably be out quite a bit. Yeah. Like, um, I think one po- at one point um, people were offering me like trades for Jonathan Taylor too, and I'm like, he's not untouchable, but it's very, very going to be very hard to, for me to move him. In this case, usually you want to trade your guys when they're at their higher value, not when they're at their lowest, because then you kind of usually get screwed. Hmm. At the wideouts, Andy had Cooper, uh, two girls, one cup with 26.2. Roy with 31. Uh, Darren Waller with a 5.4 point performance. 13.1 out of Tyler Lockett. IDP's Demario Davis with 13, and everything else is kind of ordinary. On little slides aside, he had 31.4 out of Tom Brady. Great performance. 23.7 out of Get Out the Way. 12.1 out of Devin Singletary. The wideouts, you had 25.4 from T. Higgins and 16.2 out of Cortland Sutton. Uh, Dawson Knox, Gabe Davis, and Garrett Wilson all were just very disappointing. IDPs, he got 11 out of Levante David. After this matchup again, Andy is now 1-3, and, and Little Slads is now 1-3. Then we get into the matchup of Peacock Power versus 200M All. And this matchup ended 175.5 to 125.8. So, Justin, you lost by about 50 points. Thanks. And you got some injuries now you got to deal with. Oh, oh boy. I forgot your running back depth is pretty low, and you have Patterson and Taylor out. Yep. Who are you starting right now? Are we... Will you tell us when you, when we get there? Don't spoil it. Don't I'll spoil tell you it. when we get there. I'll tell you when we get there. Is it good? Oh, it's it's great. <laughs> so let's look at that last week matchup though with you. First we had Cod Cheat Code with twenty six point eight. And then your running backs combined for about thirteen points. Jonathan Taylor three point three and score Daryl Patterson with nine point eight. Amari Cooper was very disappointing this week with one point nine. But Chris Olave, the young buck, is 16.7. You also had, oh my, <laughs> this is just a funny that you were flexing him. Josh Reynolds with 21.1. Did you have many other options? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, DJ Chark and Amon Ross St. Brown were out. I had to go flex the lion in there because yeah. they score like crazy and he had a great week. That was a good, that was a good start. Looking at your IDPs, nothing really out of the ordinary. On Randy's side, he had 31.4 from Mr. Unlimited, Russell Wilson. That came out of nowhere. 10.6 out of Dalvin Cook and 20.7 out of Nick Chubb. 30.3 from Mike Evans and 14.5 from A.J. Brown. Yikes. Zero points from Dalton Schultz on three three targets. 28.7 out of Rashad Penny. And 12 out of Daniel Carlson. IDPs were pretty irrelevant. So again, Randy is now 2-2. Two and two. And Justin is now one and three. The last match. I did forget. I did forget that there was a three-way tie for kicker because Carlson also had twelve um, a tie in there, but Justin Tucker still had the longest kick. Got it. Next we have 
Uh, Team Prince Palmer against KC and the Sunshine Band. KC and the Sunshine Band won this matchup 152.9 to 121.5. So it's a 31.5 point victory for KC and the Sunshine, Sunshine Band, a.k.a. Will, who is now 2-2. Two and two, And Ryan is now 2-2 two and two as well. On Ryan's side, we had bet on himself with the eye or the, the face with the stars emoji. 16 points. He had 10 out of keep chasing waterfalls. Not a good performance for out preform Camara. Still hasn't been changed. Wideouts, we had my cousin with three and a half and Cheatco with 12.1. And the flexes, nothing really good. Don't be a poo-poo with 9.6, but that was the high score from his flex. He also had 11 out of best kicker in duh league. League is spelled wrong. So, Liaug. <laughs> he also had 17.5 about who Justin previously talked about. Legerius Sneed and 7 from Quay Quay a day something. How do you feel about the spelling on Ryan's side? Atrocious. <laughs> I want to throw up. And then next we had on Will's side, 152.9. We had 25.1. I think we got our... Our episode name as well. I know what I'm going to do. 25.1 from Got That Dog in Him. Gross 2.9 out of Mythological Hero something. Whiteouts, yikes, 4.2 from Held Back by Matt Ka. I think it's Canada. It is. 6.1 out of Catches Anything, except for the three targets he didn't catch. Then we had 8.2 from Gronklin. 39.9 in the flex out of... United States of Iowa, our favorite nickname. Uh, United States, I should say. And then 15.2 out of Pride of Detroit Lakes. In the IDPs, we had Jake Kumaro's cousin with 17. 10.5 from Jalen Thompson. So again, after this matchup, both Ryan, Prince Palmer, and Will are 2-2. Two and two. So Justin, can you take us through the trades from week four? That was the sound of crickets. There is nothing. <laughs> Come on, guys. Let's do this. Let's make some deals. We thought we were really close. We got teased yesterday. Come on. Let's make some trades. Everybody must be boycotting me or something as manager. Oh. Or commissioner. Well, let's get into some waivers. Let's start first. We had 11 waiver claims processed today. Starting first with Stirk Daddy, who dropped $50 on Mike Boone, and he dropped Greg Dorch. The next closest was Little Slads, dropping $37. By the way, I have to make mention of this. Little Slads dropped $57 on Cole Beasley, who just retired today. <laughs> it's, I, I know we just talked uh, like two weeks ago or when you spent like the 100 for a couple of those guys. Yeah, that, that's a tough one. That's half of what you spent. And that was, yeah, eeks. <laughs> the next one we had was Prince Palmer picking up Caleb Huntley for $32 and dropping Zaven Collins. The next closest on Caleb Huntley was Sturk, who bid $20. Third, we had Randy putting in a $22 bid on Latavius Murray and dropping Scotty Miller. Next closest to the 22 was 20 again by Sturk. Then we oh, had. I didn't, I didn't know Latavius Murray just went to the, the 
Broncos. Yeah, they All signed right. them off. They signed them off the what? What is it? The Saints practice squad. Yeah, because I uh, Sunday morning for the um, London game, uh, I had to call my brother because he had um, Kamara, and I said go pick somebody up, and he went and picked up Latavius, and that's probably why he stayed in. Yeah. Um, Gulak. Then we next had Jamal Agnew going to lefty for eight bucks, dropping Ashton Doolin. Lefty also picked up Will Disley for seven bucks and dropped Nick Westbrook Akine. Next, we had Cascade Bear picking up Uchenna Nwosu for five bucks and dropping Kyle Rudolph. Stirk Daddy, this was actually kind of an interesting drop because I know Damian Pierce is kind of the hot name there, but Burkhead has had three games of seven or more. And Stirk Daddy dropped them. I'm curious if anybody puts a bid in for him tomorrow. But Stirk picked up Deion Jackson, who has scored a grand total of negative point three points in four games. Thoughts? Negative point three. Oh, it's because of uh, Jonathan Taylor's injury. Um. Okay, my. I've still never fucking heard of Deion Jackson though. That's the issue. Oh, I, th- I have not either. I'm not saying I have. Um, <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was looking at it, but, I mean, I guess people are trying to pick up all the Colts guys um, to try to see if they're going to run the ball with them. The problem is, outside of Hines, they don't have success with any of those other guys. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm not sure how uh, well that's going to work out for them, but we'll see. Lefty then picked up for $5 the Red Rocket Andy Dalton. Very nice guy. And dropped Mitchell Trubisky, who he previously put on the block when he got benched. Then we had Lefty also pick up Quinn and Williams for $1. He dropped Melvin Ingram. Lefty then picked up uh, Mike Edwards for $1 and dropped Jalen Petrie. One other bid was Sterk betting zero. And then I picked up the Zap Master, Bailey Zappy, and dropped Brian Hoyer. Any thoughts on any of those waivers in general? I think Mike Boone, Caleb Hundley, and Latavius are probably some pretty good value. I don't know how much they're worth spending 50, 32, and 22, but they got some good running back depth. Uh, Agnew is boomer bust for sure. The other ones are just, I, I think at this point, are flyers. Outside of uh, Mike Edwards, has had a pretty solid solid career as a, this year or sorry solid season this year so he might be something worth watching for lefty there sure let's see I have it. oh wow yeah three straight games of double digits mm-hmm. back-to-back 13 tackle days yeah i don't know if quinn williams continues to yell at his defensive coordinator we'll see how long he's a, a jet next then we have lefty updating some of his player nicknames including changing mike edwards nickname to buccaneer which is the team he plays for Andy Dalton is now Hi Ho Cherio. Will Disley is Words with Friends. Quinnen Williams is Quizzard, and Jamal Agnew is Agony. Did Will forget about waivers this week? Is that why the fuck was one <laughs> of the chat? Yeah. Next notification: responding to eleven waiver claims. Fuck. With three, <laughs> with three different emoji reacts. All right. Stirk then picked up Donovan Wilson and dropped Xavier Howard, who was like my everyday starting defensive back last year because he was intercepting so many passes. Then Stirk went ahead and picked up Demarcus Robinson and cut Ben Skoranek, Northwestern Pride. 
Next move Oscar was... Has actually had better stats this year than Demarcus Robinson. For sure. And he's been on the field for 85% or more snaps in four games out of four. Interesting. He's also only 25. Next move was lefty picking up Rashad Weaver and dropping Jamison Crowder, who is out indefinitely with a broken ankle. Uh, lefty updated a new nickname of Rashad Weaver to Titan. And then Will updated uh, our timeline by putting a picture of uh, Tom Brady saying, fuck them kids, with Hulu in the <laughs> background. <laughs> and then I gave Brian Robinson a, welcome back, welcome back, like the AEW marks do. Will said, here's to you, Miss, or here's to you, Brian Robinson. Jesus loves you more than you will know. Whoa, God bless you, please, Brian Robinson. Heaven holds a place for those who pray. Hey, hey. Is that, that a song? That was great singing right there. That was great singing right there. Is that there. a song or something? Yes, it's a very famous song. Oh, never heard of it. And then I changed my name to White Rabbit, a.k.a. Beret Wyatt. And then Little Slads picked up Frankie Louvu. <laughs> I don't know why, but he's like, Frankie Love You? Is that what it is? He's coming off a 26-point performance for Carolina. And he dropped unvaccinated, undrafted, and now retired. Cole Beasley. Unrostered. Unrostered, yep. There we go. (laughs) Goodbye, Cole Beasley. We will not be missed. And then we have, that's it, for all the key notifications between waivers running and this point of recording. So, Justin, let's take it away. Walk us through what week five is going to look like in the For the Throne Dynasty League. Do you want to do any updates on uh, standings real quick to see where we're at? Yeah, you can take that. All right. So, um, as of right now, uh, Team D Slatke, despite losing last week, is still our number one seed on points four. Um, Burke Daddy is second, and Outdoor Furnishings third. All three of them are three and one. Then we have Casey in the Sunshine Band, 200 mil all, and White Rabbit in the two other three other playoff spots at two and two. And then uh, Team Prince Palmer 17, time to play the game. Team Candles still lit, all at two and two, but out of the playoffs based for on points four. Um, then in tenth through twelfth, all three teams have one and three records. Get Burrowed Bitches is tenth. Peacock Power myself is eleventh. Team Little Slads is 12th, and wow, has he not scored a lot of points looking through these. Um, yeah, so we'll get started right away going into week five. Uh, first matchup I'll go through is uh, King Burke Daddy versus Team Prince Palmer. Um, in this, King Burke Daddy is projected to win 182.4 to 158.3, which would probably put him... In very close to the lead, if not already in it. For Team Prince Palmer, he has bet on himself, uh, QBing against the Bengals. I I looked at AJ Dillon and I could have sworn I saw Andy Dalton because we were just talking about him. <laughs> uh, but please outperform Kamara uh, in London this weekend. Keep chasing waterfalls against the Jets. Cheat code versus the Ravens. Uh, my cousin was questionable against the Browns. Uh, overrated 
against the Chargers. Gotta love it when you're starting a guy that you nicknamed overrated. Um, my London, 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 London bridges falling down um, against the Buccaneers. Don't be a poo-poo. Has been a poo-poo a lot this year against the Raiders. Um, and then he's got two IDPs that are projected to get over 10 in what may never die. And a little Jarius Sneed coming off the cookie. For Sterk, he's got Josh Allen going up against Pittsburgh. Christian McCaffrey versus the 49ers. Austin Eckler versus the Browns. Tyreek Hill against the Jets. Brandon Cooks versus the Jaguars. Um, Goddard Diggers versus the Cardinals. Joe Mixon versus Baltimore. Michael Thomas versus Seattle. Uh, he's got two guys within a point of potentially getting 10, so I'll throw those in there. TJ Edwards and... Marcus Williams in the IDP spots. If this held, Stirk would move to four and one, and Prince Palmer would move to two and three. Well, up to the next matchup, we have two current playoff teams: uh, Outdoor Furnishings versus Randy, or two hundred mil all. In this, Outdoor Furnishings is projected to win one seventy one point eight to one sixty three, so it should be a pretty close one. Uh, for Outdoor Furnishings, he'll be starting Bird Feeder versus the Cardinals. Outdoor Metal Artwork versus the Patriots. Giant Sombrero and Shades against the Giants. Superstar Flower versus the Panthers. Horseshoe Pit versus the Saints. Squirrel Feeder versus the Bengals. Uh, Wicker Furnishings versus Kansas City. Wheelbarrow versus the Vikings. He's got three of his four IDPs projected to get over 10 in 2021 Unanimous Defender of the Year. Gas Grill and Tree Trimmer. For Randy, he'll be starting Russell Wilson tomorrow night uh, against the Colts. Dalvin Cook versus the Bears. Nick Chubb versus the Chargers. A.J. Brown versus the Cardinals. Mike Evans versus the Falcons. Dalton Schultz, hoping to get more than the zero he got last week against the Rams. Rashad Penny against the Saints. Kareem Hunt versus the Chargers. He does not have an IDP that is projected to get within 10. If this held, Jake would move to... Four and one, and Randy would be two and three. And go to the third matchup. It's the Sladke Bowl. Are you ready? Let's do it. Team D Sladke um, is projected to beat Team Little Slads one ninety four point five to one seventy three. So about a twenty one point victory. If this were to hold, both of these teams do not have names. That's still very disappointing. Um. For D. Sladke, he'll be starting Pat Mahomes versus, sorry, nope, Patrick Mahomes versus the Raiders. Saquon against the Packers. James Conner against the Eagles. Devontae Adams against Kansas City. Stephon Diggs versus Pittsburgh. Travis Kelsey against the Raiders. Uh, Mike Williams against the Browns. Damian Harris against the Lions. Uh, he's got three IDPs that are supposed to get over 10 or more in Max Crosby, a fellow dangerous man, and Tyran Matthew. Four little slads. He'll be starting Fuck Them Kids against the Falcons. Get Out the Way against the Commanders. Alvin Kamara versus the Seahawks if he plays. T. Higgins against Baltimore. Cortland Sutton tomorrow night. Dawson Knox uh, against... The Steelers, Amon Ra St. Brown against New England, hopefully. Uh, Keenan Allen against the Browns. 
Then he's got three of his four IDPs predicted to get around 10 in Big Mac, Levante David, and Kevin Byard. If this held, Little Slads would still be in last in 1-4, and, and D-Sladkey would still be in first at 4-1. and one. How the Sladkey bowls have turned. Uh, moving on to the fourth matchup. I'm not sure why Sleeper just decided to crash. Uh, fourth <laughs> matchup is time to play the game versus KC in the Sunshine Band. Uh, according to this projection, KC in the Sunshine Band is projected to win by almost 8 points, 159.8 to 151.3 i need to check my math that is eight or that's eight and a half right there uh for lefty he'll be starting trouble versus the texans risk versus the cardinals sorry versus the panthers perfection versus the rams outburst versus the jets zerts versus philly payday against the texans snakes and ladders against jacksonville um, he has two that are projected to get IDPs close to get 10. Got Mousetrap and Buccaneer. And I believe both of these guys have been picked up in the last two weeks by him. Yes, three weeks with um, another one. All right, and then for Will, he'll be starting Got That Dog in him against the Browns. Uh, Mythological Hero something against the Texans. Diamond in the Rough should get a lot of uh, potential tomorrow against the Broncos. Held back by Matt Canada versus the Bills. Catches anything except for his drops against the Broncos. United State of Iowa against New England. Project of PJ Fleck, or sorry, product of PJ Fleck against the Dolphins. Pride of Detroit Lakes against the Bears. He has one IDP projected to get over 10, and that is Jake Kumaro's cousin. If this held, Will would move to 3-2, and two, and Lefty would be 2-3. and three. He gets to the fifth matchup of the week. Get Burrowed Bitches versus White Rabbit. White uh, Rabbit is projected to currently lose by 30 to get Burrowed Bitches. Um, White Rabbit, or Logan, will be starting Hardly Boy number one against the Commanders. Hangnail against the Dolphins. He Who Must Not Be Named against the Bengals. MJF against Tennessee. Uh, is he going to score this week? Because, like, I know he's got Carson Wentz throwing him to him, but yikes. Uh, Uncle Dave versus the Cardinals. Dino Douche against the Browns. My boy. Jelly Nutella against the Raiders. Sorry, what? My boy, I said. Dino Douche. Oh. <laughs> uh, Zippy, the giant pinhead against the Rams. Okay. Uh, and then on his IDPs, he's got three of the four projected to get within a point of 10. Uh, so he's got Oscar, Johnny Same Face, and Cucamonga Kid. Or Get Burrowed Bitches. Um, she still has Matt Stafford starting over Daddy, which is interesting with the Ravens' defense. Um, but Matt Stafford, uh, Leonard Fournette versus the Falcons, DeAndre Swift against the Patriots, maybe. Two Girls, One Cup against Dallas, Roy versus Chicago. Darren Waller against Kansas City. Curtis Samuel against Tennessee. Tyler Lockett against New Orleans. Uh, and she has one IDP projected to be within 10, and that is Demario Davis. If this helps, Get Barrel Bitches would be 2-3, and three, as well as White Rabbit. And then the final matchup, where we get to have the drum roll please to see who my second running back is going to be. 
Uh, well, I don't even know who's. Lit. I don't even know who your first one. Oh, Cam Akers. Okay. <laughs> Team Candle Still Lit versus Peacock Power. Team Candle Still Lit is currently projected to beat me by over twenty points. <laughs> For me, I'll be starting Call of Duty Cheat Code versus the Eagles, and then I'll be starting either Cam Akers or Darrell Henderson versus Dallas. I haven't decided if I'm going to do a double Rams. Or if I get the real Mr. RB number two, Kyle Juszczyk, oh, as my geez. second running back. That's my options right now. Um, it's, it's very unfortunate Corderell went on um, IR and then uh, immediately had Jonathan Taylor ruled out as well. Hey, would, would you say it's safe to say he's sore Daryl Patterson? Oh my goodness, I, it was so funny I forgot to laugh. <laughs> um... Yeah, I, I'm still not, I'm still going back and forth on whether I'm double starting Rams against the Cowboys' good defense or if I'm starting Mr. Usechek. Uh Then at wide receiver, I have uh, what about Mari Tra- Cooper. What about, Trey Ser- what about Trey Sermon? Oh yeah, I'll get right on that one too. Hey, he scored 1.9 last week. Oh my! I, I didn't even realize he got into a game. That's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Amari Cooper versus the Chargers, hoping to come back to a good performance. Uh, Young Buck against the Seahawks. He's back versus the Titans. Orgasic. I haven't decided on that one yet either. Josh Reynolds as of right now, but it's most likely not going to be Josh Reynolds. It's probably going to be like Noah Brown or Nicole Hardman or maybe Devontae Parker. Oh, definitely Devontae Parker. Um, then uh, for my ID <laughs> Versus the Lions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Captain Kirk... Sorry, against the Texans for my IDPs. I got two that are projected to be around 10 and Bobby Wagner and Jordan Hicks. For Team Candles to Lit, he has Goat in London, King Rowland against Buffalo, Bartholomew against the Rams, Doghouse versus the Panthers, Lizard um, versus the Giants, Yogurt versus the Panthers, Lone Star versus the Rams. Eagle 5 versus the Eagles. Um, and then he's got all four of his IDPs are projected to be around or above 10. Um, in I can't tell what the emoji is for Sean Gary. That might be like an ape? Gorilla? I don't know what that is. It's really hard the to gorilla. see. Okay. Uh, Dr. Schlotkin, All Elite Spaceball, and First Team All Pro. If this held... Team Candles to Lit would move to 3-2, and two, and I would move to 1-4. and four. Nice. So, yeah, I'll, my running back two spot leaves a lot to be desired at this moment. I can't wait to see who you start. It'll, it should be phenomenal. You could pick a free agent, though. Let's see. That's all we have for this week. Um, should be a good week of football. Um forward to some of the primetime games and i wish that the packer game was a little bit later when i wasn't traveling but it's what it is how do you, how do you think you're going to track it um so we leave new orleans and we have to fly to charlotte and then we have to fly back home so depending on where the layovers are we might be able to watch it at the airport oh I'll, I'll keep everybody informed sounds good well guys that's all we got for this episode of for the throne we look forward to speaking with you next week when week five has concluded Good luck, and we'll see you next time.